You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different with author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hello, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. We have an hour of rich poker content for you. Uh, We're going to start off by talking to a brilliant guy. He is an advantage player and a teacher of advantage play of all sorts of different casino games. He's written the foremost, um, I guess you could call it the industry standard book on advantage play called Advanced advantage play. His name is Elliot Jacobson. And then we're going to talk to one of the editors at Poker News. We're going to talk to one of their editors, a guy named Martin Harris. And I think you'll really enjoy our interview with him. And then, of course, we'll have a mailbag segment. So stay tuned. We will be right back. Attention poker players, do you like using your tablet or phone at the poker table but hate running out of battery at the end of a long tournament day or cash game? Then you need the Grinder Gadget. The Grinder Gadget is a portable, compact charging station and stand designed by poker players for poker players. It gently grips the rail and allows you to prop up and charge your phone and tablet without touching the felt. The Grinder Gadget not only works really well on a poker rail, but just about anywhere. An airplane tray, a desk, anywhere. No more setting up your tablet on some wobbly table or leaving it on the floor. Its battery is powerful enough to charge most tablets and phones and still have plenty of juice left over for your headphones or any other device you have. You can even purchase a backup battery for those extra long sessions or trips. So if you like to grind while you grind, the Grinder Gadget is exactly what you've been waiting for. Check out www.grindergadget.com for more information. Get grinding and stay grinding with the Grinder Gadget. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyons, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Each year, poker players from around the world compete at the World Series of Poker to claim the title of being the best there is. And now you can bring the big game home with WSOP.com. Experience the thrill and excitement of the World Series of Poker on your computer, tablet, or mobile device. Play against the pros or find yourself pursuing poker's ultimate prize, the coveted WSOP.com bracelet. You can access WSOP.com anywhere in New Jersey. And now, not only can you get up to a $400 deposit bonus, WSOP.com will give you seven free tickets to play in their Welcome Week free roll tournaments. Play as many days as you want during your first week online for your chance to win some real cash. So sign up today and take advantage of the first deposit bonus and those Welcome Week free rolls. There's even a whole schedule of events where you can qualify for this year's World Series of Poker. Head on over to WSOP.com backslash HOC to sign up and make your first deposit today. That's WSOP.com backslash HOC. You're listening to the House of Cards. Do you know what a straight flush is? It's like unbeatable. Like unbeatable is not unbeatable. Hey, I know that now. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. 
We, uh, I would say I like to specialize in having on as guests really smart people. Uh, they are from different facets of the poker world and the gambling world. Sometimes they're writers, sometimes they're players, sometimes they're uh, people who write about the gambling world, and that is the case here. We have somebody who I think it's fair to say is one of the top, maybe the top expert on advantage play. He's written the tome, the industry manual that could be used by casinos or by advantage players to see how to exploit casino games, especially the carnival games, but also traditional games like roulette and blackjack and the like. We've had him on before. He's the guy that writes the AP Heat. I think it's a blog about advantage play. We talked to him about Phil Ivey's exploiting of uh, edge sorting. And now we're going to have him talk about this book, An Advanced Advantage Play. His name is Elliot Jacobson. Elliot, are you there? Yes. Hi, Ashley. Thanks for having me back. Well, for listeners who may not have heard your prior interviews, give us a one- or two-minute summary of your credentials so that they know that you know of what you speak. I was a professor of mathematics for 15 years, um, professor of computer science at UC Santa Barbara for 10 years. I um, spent close to a decade as an advantage player and, and since 2004 have worked for the casino industry and the last uh, five years or so predominantly just um, figuring out how to beat every game in the house in as many different ways as I can um, find out, and I write about those. Okay, fair enough. Now, I should mention that the one game in a casino that you don't generally write about gaining an edge on is poker, since that's a game played between and among players, and the house interest is purely as a spectator taking money out of the pot, right? That's right, and uh, I certainly don't want to um, discuss my personal poker credentials because they're they're not really very good (laughs) okay well we're not going to talk about poker Uh, we're going to talk about advantage play tell our listeners who might be somewhat confused by the term exactly what you mean by advantage play advantage play is finding structural or procedural weaknesses in games uh carnival games slots blackjack baccarat whatever game is actually where you're playing against the house and figuring out ways of um, using those weaknesses to get an edge over the house, and the edge has to be, by definition, a legal one, so an advantage player would never mark cards or uh, conspire with a dealer or do any, anything that would be considered cheating. So they are always on the right side of the law, and that's fundamental to advantage play. So they're legal, at least from the perspective of the player, but it, is it true that the casino, if they found out what somebody was exploiting, might be upset that you were exploiting what you found out about? Well, sure, that happens all the time. There, it used to be um, the case where players would sit and milk a, an opportunity. Um, now uh, it's sort of a hit and run. People find out there's something they can exploit and they burn it out just as quickly as they can. And sure, the casino is going to be upset, but their money's already gone. Um, I just was um, corresponding with someone who is an advantage player who was telling me about a play where he just made uh, about $400,000 off his casino in in a very short period of a couple days um, by exploiting a a rebate program. So anything can be beaten, and oftentimes it's beaten very badly, and, and that's what advantage players have in mind. Casinos don't like it. They're are out of there before uh, they're they're even caught. So this is different from, and I think you make a distinction when you're writing the introduction to this book, this is different from learning a card-counting technique to exploit blackjack, which is not a temporary problem with the game. It's a permanent uh, exploitable factor of the game. Is that right, or would you consider card-counting just another example of advantage play? Card-counting is sort of the very bottom of the, the ladder, bottom of the heap. So you can pretty much card count anywhere, anywhere that blackjack's played from a shoe. Uh, it's possible. But games like three-card poker where you, where you might spot a whole card or games where you might be able to edge sort like Phil Ivey did at Crockford's, these are one-off opportunities. You're not going to find them in every casino. You're going to scout for them and even sometimes try and create the opportunity yourself the way Ivey 
managed to uh, get Crockford's to rotate the cards and such. So give us some examples, and I have a few things I'd like to ask you about specifically from games that I'm familiar with so that I'll be at least modestly conversant. Tell us about uh, some examples of advantage play from the world of Baccarat, which I had always thought, oh, Baccarat is not a beatable game. There's a small house percentage advantage as opposed to others with a bigger percentage. But unless you're counting and playing the ties with the counting, and then it's even a remotely thin advantage, it's really not exploitable. You've noticed some things that are exploitable, and the player has gained advantages over the house in Baccarat, right? Well, sure, there's lots of ways to beat the game outright. Um, the, these boards that have the patterns of, of wins-losses or banker-player, they, they mean nothing at all uh, as far as beating the game. But um, an astute player might card count the pair bet, for example, which is, is one of the most common side bets. They might use edge sorting the way uh, Phil Ivey did. There might be actual problem where they... Stay tuned. We will be back after a quick timeout. Attention taxpayers, if you've received a notice from the IRS or state, do not ignore it. It's also a big mistake to try and handle your tax problem on your own. If you owe back taxes, it's a fact that the government has the power to take everything you own, including your home, business, wages, savings, and your freedom. But here's the good news. There's a special toll-free tax hotline set up especially for you. This tax hotline will tell you about new programs that are geared to help you dramatically settle, reduce, or eliminate what you owe. But you have to call now. Take down this number or put it in your cell phone. But call 1-866-577-4680. That's one 866 When you call, you get free information on how you can reduce or eliminate back taxes, including penalties and interest. You can also be helped if you have unfiled returns, a tax lien, wage garnishment, bank levy, or if you've been entered into a payment plan but can't make the payments. Don't make the big mistake in thinking you can ignore or handle your tax problem on your own. You can stop the collection process immediately. Call this special tax hotline today for free info at 1-866-577-4680. That's 1-866-577-4680. 1-866-577-4680. You're listening to the House of Cards. Night, night, not thrilling, the night. Welcome back, everyone. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. And for listeners who just tuned in, we're talking with Elliot Jacobson. He is a gaming mathematician and a self-described advantage play expert. I want to get to loss rebate programs eventually, but I wanted to just look at a few games first. If you were, if I'm just a relatively casual player and I'm listening to this program and I'm hearing that, you know, just about every game has opportunities that present themselves occasionally where the player can, if they play carefully and thoughtfully and they know how to do it, gain an advantage. I'm thinking, oh, well, let me read that and I'll go do it. Can you say that, in fact, if you have the intentionality of learning how to exploit these casino games that there are actually things I could learn without being a mathematician and apply to my local casino, be it, uh, you know, the Commerce or uh, the Mirage or Foxwoods or something like that? Are there things I can actually walk away with? I think the number one method that is out there is whole card play, where the dealer inadvertently exposes one card that, that wasn't meant to be seen. And that has to be the most common way games are beaten and, and among those the single most um, reliable game is three card poker which for many years every casino you walked into there were dealers exposing their whole cards and you got a nifty 3.48 percent edge over the house with a strategy that you could learn in three minutes that's the difference between uh, the power of, of some of these methods compared to blackjack card counting and and they're just easy so yeah that's if you look for anything, I would say next time you walk through a casino, just observe every dealer and see whether they're exposing cards or not. Well, okay, so 
what I'm hearing you say is not to be ridiculously simplistic and just repeat back what you've said, but what I hear you saying is that if I wanted to apply advantage play, the simplest thing to do would be to uh, go to your local casino that spreads three-card poker, which may not be every casino, but most of them do, spot a dealer or two or three that expose the whole cards consistently, and then where would I get the three or four or five-step methodology, the very simple methodology to exploit that uh, inadvertent exposing of the bottom card? Well, you would get that, of course, from my book, which is where it's published. You could get it from my blog, apheat.net, or it would take four sentences to explain it. It's that easy. It's the sort of thing that um, is not available in general. You're not going to walk into a bookstore and see a book on three-card poker with that strategy, um, and that's that's really what I tried to do here. I, uh, there just was this big gap missing from the literature of these very easy strategies to beat practically every game uh, in multiple different ways. And so that that's what I do in my book. I just catalog all these methods and say exactly what they are and what the win rate is from them and what the edge you get over the house is. Um, so you'll find these things are not tough at all compared to card counting, which is maybe the hardest thing to learn. These are really baby steps. So what, what I, I guess I don't understand two things, and maybe you can set me straight. First of all, if I'm a casino, I welcome you writing this book so that I can use it as a manual to train my staff on what not to do. I mean, you haven't, when you are exploiting three-card poker, you're only able to do it if the dealer has inadvertently exposed the whole card. So I want to know about the three-point-whatever right. percent advantage so I can go to every dealer and say, hey, look, honey, if you expose your whole cards, we're going to lose money and you're going to be fired. So don't exactly. expose your whole card. Um, and I'm going to send staff around to spy on my dealers to make sure they're not exposing whole cards. If you had never written yeah. that – I might not know how important that was. So I would be applauding you, but they don't all applaud you. There are owners of casinos that despise you, and I don't understand why. I I don't know those people anymore. Maybe there are, but they don't talk to me anymore, I guess. Um, but actually, the industry pretty much has, has come to uh, begrudgingly ex- ex- accept my work and that it's public now. And many do appreciate that this information is out there. The genuinely... Top-end advantage players are always one step ahead anyway. So this information, yes, there are a lot of people who might use my book to beat the house. But great for the casinos that they're finally educating themselves, that they're finally learning things about how to protect every game in the house. And uh, my background is as an educator, and a lot of this book kind of came out of that frustration. As a consultant for the industry, I gave seminars for many years where I tried to reach the industry and explain all these deficiencies in their games, and essentially I never felt listened to. My message just couldn't get out very quickly. And once I started putting this stuff out and making it public, you'd be amazed how fast the industry learned. Well, it's what either was- learn or lose. I mean, that's right, the simple right. message, learn or lose. Right. So it was sort of education by coercion, and those casinos that have not bothered to pick this stuff up or finding that more people are out there who know it now. Right. Um, the people who, who may uh, not appreciate me the most are really some of the advanced advantage players who used to sort of hold on to this knowledge as their own little subsection, their own private um, Bible of how to beat the house, right? And, and so they're the ones who really genuinely have animosity towards me right? because I'm giving up their secrets. This is sort of the magician's secret. Yes, I understand that. I remember back in the 90s, I met a guy named Snake Roberts at a casino in Indio, uh, Fantasy Springs. And he was, the, um, he was the poker room manager, I think. No, or maybe he was just a frequent player. And he said he was going to sue... David Sklansky and Mason Malmuth for mm-hmm. sharing industry secret, trade secrets, as he called it, that professional poker players relied on for many decades to exploit weaker players that now they were putting into the public um, discourse and writing all these books that was hurting the professional poker's ability, poker players' ability to make a living. So I guess similarly, 
the advantage player who had these so-called secrets would be pissed off at you for sharing them so that the casinos could stop them. Um, yeah, yeah, right? exactly. I, one of them wrote an email to me and just very simply said, don't mess with a man's livelihood. So there you go. That is a, yeah, that's the intimidation I sometimes get from, from those people. Well, yes. I want you to mess for the next minute. We have one minute left, and I want you to yes. talk about loss rebate theorem. Well, when one of the most common incentives that casinos in this country have uh, is that if you have a large enough loss, they'll give you a percentage of your loss back just as cash. And that's supposed to soften the blow and incentivize you to come back to the casino next time. And what savvy players have discovered is that if they sort of set limits on when they leave, either by a win target or a loss target, that they can get a, a very big edge over the house. And the most famous case of this was the blackjack player, not the actor, Don Johnson in Atlantic City, who uh, during 2011 took about $15 million off the blackjack tables just by exploiting their loss rebate programs, getting 20% back any time he lost. All right. Well, I want our listeners to know that your book is available. It's called Advanced Advantage Play, author Elliot Jacobson, Ph.D. It is a gold mine if used correctly, and I recommend it highly. People can get it from Amazon, from you directly. What's the best way? Amazon.com is going to be the easiest way, and if they uh, want any bulk copies, then they can just contact the publisher directly, and that's BluePointBooks.com. Excellent. Well, we've run out of time, but Elliot, always very interesting talking to you, and I appreciate you coming on. Well, thank you so much, Ashley. I look forward to next time. Okay. Listeners, we're going to take a quick break, then we'll be right back. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Start it off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly... It's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Each year, poker players from around the world compete at the World Series of Poker to claim the title of being the best there is. And now you can bring the big game home with WSOP.com. Experience the thrill and excitement of the World Series of Poker on your computer, tablet, or mobile device. Play against the pros or find yourself pursuing poker's ultimate prize, the coveted WSOP.com bracelet. You can access WSOP.com anywhere in New Jersey. And now, not only can you get up to a $400 deposit bonus, WSOP.com will give you seven free tickets to play in their Welcome Week free roll tournaments. Play as many days as you want during your first week online for your chance to win some real cash. So sign up today and take advantage of the first deposit bonus and those Welcome Week free rolls. There's even a whole schedule of events where you can qualify for this year's World Series of Poker. 
Head on over to WSOP.com backslash HOC to sign up and make your first deposit today. That's WSOP.com backslash HOC. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize. Tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast. Do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to let you know about a newspaper in the New England area. If you're looking for poker tournaments or the latest promotions at Foxwoods, Mohegan Sun, Twin River, or if you want to find out what's happening in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, or other casinos around the country, then I recommend you check out New England Gaming News for all the latest news, events, and hot casino action from around the region. You can do that in one of two ways. You can either pick up their free copies at gambling venues throughout New England, or you can visit them at www.thenegn.com and sign up for exclusive specials and promotions. That's www.thenegn.com. V-N-E-G-N-T-H-E-N-E-G-N.com. The New England Gaming News, New England's only resource for complete casino and poker news. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards Gaming Report for the week of July 20th, 2015. Well, the June revenue figures are out, and there's some good news for Atlantic City. Last week, data released by New Jersey regulators shows the eight remaining casinos brought in more money in June than they did last year at this time. The numbers also show that online gambling revenue in New Jersey is up over 22% for the first half of this year. The big winners were Borgata, Golden Nugget, and Resorts, who all had revenue increases by 16%. A dealer at the Horseshoe Casino in Cleveland, Ohio, has been accused of stealing chips. Gaming agents said the dealer would pay the players, take the rake for the casino, then allegedly take a couple of chips for himself. The dealer became the target of an investigation when he became the overall tip leader in the poker room. On July 2nd, six gaming agents went to the poker room and handcuffed him when he was allegedly caught stealing chips while working that day. And finally, the November 9 in the World Series of Poker has been set. Those players are Avi Stern, Pierre Neuville, Joshua Beckley, Max Steinberg, Thomas Cannoli, Joseph McKeon, Patrick Chan, Federico Butteroni, and Neil Blumenfield. This is the first time in World Series history that every player at the final table is guaranteed $1 million. Good luck, guys. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards. The weather is getting nicer, so grab your tablet or your cell phone and bring mj.partypoker.com with you. Why would you want to go to Atlantic City or Pennsylvania, pay for gas, pay for parking, fight the crowds, when you can play the same games at home or wherever you are? If you're 21 and in New Jersey, go to mj.partypoker.com and sign up using the promo code HOC. Start playing and start winning some cash. It's that easy. Go to mj.partypoker.com and sign up today with promo code HOC. Fans. You're listening to House of Cards. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. Uh, if any of you have ever been to the World Series of Poker in the last few years, you will notice that people from a website called Poker News are ubiquitous. They write the reports. They keep track of chips. They update people that are looking uh, online to see what's going on. But they also have a lot more to offer 
readers and people that log on, uh, Poker News does. And so we're going to talk to one of their editors. He edits the strategy section. He's a guy that I just have had contact with lately. His name is Martin Harris. Martin, are you there? I'm here. So tell us about Poker News. What is it, and uh, what do they do? Well, Poker News is one of those sites I think anybody in poker is probably at least somewhat familiar with. Uh, has been around about a decade now, and you know this because you were, uh, like me, your association, I know that you uh, wrote for Poker News back in the early days um, a little bit. Um, That's right. The site, I guess it really sort of has made its name via the live tournament reporting, and especially at the WSOP, it started, it was 2007 actually was the first year that Poker News did live updates from the WSOP, and they did it for the next eight years, and this is actually the first year that they're not doing the live updates, but they're still doing a lot of reporting uh, from the World Series, and of course they do live reporting from uh, European Poker Tour and all over all the other tours um, uh, all over the globe, while also doing a lot of uh, kind of editorial content, so a lot of uh, uh, reporting about poker news and other kinds of, uh, they do a, a regular podcast and and there's a lot of uh, and videos and a lot of other uh, poker-related material on there. So and there's ten years worth of it. So there's a pretty pretty big uh, archive worth of uh, uh, poker-related content there. Who runs and who owns Poker News? It is, and uh, don't ask me to explain the whole uh, uh, hierarchy because I don't <laughs> know the whole thing, all all the details. But there's a company called iBus Media. Uh, that uh, oversees uh, Poker News and then also some other sites. And so it's part of that network. And, of course, Tony G, who people uh, remember from uh, televised poker uh, many years ago yes. uh, as, a, as a great character, he's the owner um, of Poker News. He's oh. the one who, from the beginning, uh, kind of put the whole thing in motion. And he's still part of the, the story. And so uh, there's... I guess he's in Lithuania, and then there's uh, people basically all over the world who are part of Poker News. But so, where is your headquarters? Do you have a headquarters? Um, I guess it would be in uh, most of the guys. Like I communicate with people in Lithuania, uh, people who help, uh, you know, with the technical side of the site, and and actually all of the other sites. One of the things I don't know if everybody realizes, but. There's PokerNews.com, which is the main site um, that most people are familiar with. But there's, a, I think there's around 25 or 30 um, country sites. I remember when Poker News was starting out, and uh, the big internet poker site was Poker Pages. And then mm-hmm. I remember I started writing for Poker News, and they, I, I said, "Well, are you as big as Poker Pages?" And they said, "Are you kidding?" Our hit rate is about 30 times what theirs is because we are in, we have all these foreign language sites that just translate stuff into Polish and German and Russian and French and Italian and Serbo-Croatian. I said, really? And then now you have blanketed the world. Yeah, and it's, and I think that was actually really prescient of the people who started things back then uh, with Poker News. That was a really smart move. And it helped establish the name, um, and and also get uh, all kinds of uh, you know because poker is a global game. It's you know not just English speakers who play it, it's, um, and of course it's very popular all over the world. And so that all having all having that foothold everywhere, and they, those sites basically a lot of them uh, came around early on. So they they've got a history too. They've been around nearly a decade for a lot of those. Those country sites. Right. That's right. Now, what kind of strategy stuff do you have? Do you have strategy videos? Well, it's it's kind of interesting. The strategy section, um, we do have we do have strategy strategy videos, uh, which we'll incorporate into the strategy section occasionally. Um, if you go to the main to the site, there's a videos tab, and then you can look. In the videos, uh, at, and just look up strategy, and you can find mostly interviews with players at tournaments um, is what 
uh, you'll find in that in that section. Um, so what do you so, have? What do you have for writing? What kind of strategy articles do you have? Yeah, so mainly the strategy section. If you go to that site, that's what you'll find are articles. Um, and so, well, what I've tried to do, I'm ed- I'm the editor of that section of the site, and I also contribute in other ways to the site. But um, what I try to do is incorporate kind of a variety of voices uh, there. And so we have kind of some there's uh, some pros who write occasionally, uh, a lot of sort of poker authors, people like yourself who've you know had experience publishing books about poker and, and writing about strategy for a long time. Um, more uh, kind of part-time players, recreational players. Um, and also uh, we have the staff members of Poker News, the guys who are, who are doing the live reporting at tournaments. They will also contribute to that section sometimes. Um, and so it's been kind of fun for me as, as an editor, like I say, to try to incorporate a variety of of different kinds of content, different kinds of articles, um, and not just kind of the same old, you know, like how to play uh, Ace King, you know, these sort of uh, the, you know, the, the strategy articles that kind of go over the, the same material that we've read many, many times over the years. Right. Um, but trying to trying to give kind of different voices and different angles. Um, it's a challenge because, you know, there are certain you know, things, when it comes to writing about strategy, the game changes all the time. Um, but there's a lot of kind of uh, sort of important fundamentals that that um, remain uh, fairly constant. Uh, and so it's, it is a challenge sometimes not to, you know, just uh, uh, repeat ourselves and, you know, publish the same kinds of articles over and over. But right. um, it's fun. Well, I can just say to our listeners that... Um... And I forget exactly how you and I connected. I think I met somebody that worked for Poker News, and they put me in touch with you. But the column that I'm writing now is on home games. Uh, is on home games, which you don't really see much on any other strategy site, right? I think it may be unique to Poker News. Yeah, you're right, and that's a great example, actually. Of um, I have, you know, we have people who are writing about. I have. Uh, a fellow who's doing a column about casino poker for beginners where he's kind of introducing, uh, you know, going into a live casino and playing. And then I have um, other kinds of, uh, you know, uh, little little categories within the poker world. And you're right, this one uh, about home poker games is not one that we've had. I think maybe since I've come on, I started doing uh, the strategy stuff. It's been about a year and a half now. Um, and we've maybe had a couple of articles that, touched on home game issues or maybe told stories from home games or something, but nothing uh, like you're doing where you're kind of introducing uh, how to get a home game together. And then you're getting into a strategy to to think about when you sit down in home games. And so, yeah, that's a great example. And I think it's nice too. I sort of feel like for readers, you know, to find, you know, instead of another, uh, you know, maybe an interview with a pro or, you know, the kind of familiar, things to, to have that kind of variety uh, in that section. I really, I really, as an editor, I really like being able to do that. So um, I'm glad that you're contributing. I got a couple of questions to ask you before we're out of time. First of all, it used to be that Poker News, at least from the way I understood it, made their money by having links to online poker sites so that players would click through and the online poker site, which was always eager for new players and new accounts, would give money to Poker News for forwarding them players. In the U.S. now, we don't have so many players online for a lot of reasons, unfortunately, and I'm wondering if that's still the model that you follow or if you now have other revenue streams that help contribute to your success. I do think, and this is a little out of my area, but I do think that there are other sort of uh, other kinds of advertising have become more prominent, uh, especially for the main site and, you know, which for the main pokernews.com site, uh, the U.S. is kind of a primary uh, target of that site. Um, and so there's, they still do uh, have lots of uh, affiliate arrangements and work with lots of online poker uh, sites. But for us on the main site, you're right, it's kind of less of a, 
of a priority for all those country sites that we were mentioning before. It's it's more so right. because that they would have, make sense. you know. And then my and second so question, still, we only have about a minute left. I'm sorry to cut you off on that, but I wanted to get to who some of your contributors are. Any people that we might know that our listeners might say, oh, I'd love to read stuff by that guy. Well, we have, um, I, there's uh, some people like Tommy Angelo is a pretty yes. well-respected uh, poker author. He's written a couple of terrific books. He's a poker coach. Uh, he contributes. Um, on the, we have some pros uh, and, and players who play uh, uh, on a almost full-time basis, people like Andrew Brokos um, and Nate Mavis, actually. Both of them are uh, contributors. They contribute pretty regularly. They do the Thinking Poker podcast, and some of your listeners might be familiar with that one. It's a great uh, podcast where they talk, they talk a lot of strategy and they talk a lot of other things to do with poker. Um, other people, Dr. Trisha Cardner. Who oh, had a I know Trisha Cardner. Yeah, she's uh, she's actually given us. I've really enjoyed having her contribute. Um, she wrote a, a help with Jonathan Little wrote a book of, called Positive Poker last year, mm-hmm. and and she's writing about the psychology of the game and kind of mental. yeah. She's a licensed yeah. psychologist and author of a couple of books. Very strong writer. Martin, yeah. we're going to have to go, but I'm eager, and if we had more time, I'd want to talk to you about what you think the next couple to three years holds for both the world of poker and poker news. But we'll have you come back on, and we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, Martin, thank you for joining us. It was Martin Harris, who is an editor with Poker News specializing in strategy. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with more House of Cards. Attention poker players! Do you like using your tablet or phone at the poker table, but hate running out of battery at the end of a long tournament day or cash game? Then you need the Grinder Gadget. The Grinder Gadget is a portable, compact charging station and stand designed by poker players for poker players. It gently grips the rail and allows you to prop up and charge your phone or tablet without touching the felt. The Grinder Gadget not only works well on a poker rail, but just about anywhere. An airplane tray, a desk, anywhere. No more setting up your tablet on some wobbly table or leaving it on the floor. Its battery is powerful enough to charge most tablets and phones and still have plenty of juice left over for your headphones or any other device you have. You can even purchase a backup battery for those extra long sessions or trips. So if you like to grind while you grind, the Grinder Gadget is exactly what you've been waiting for. Check out www.grindergadget.com for more information. Get grinding and stay grinding with the Grinder Gadget. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a pro-caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. 
Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's JerseyManMagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Chess. When one is outmatched, the game is over. Checkmate. Not chess, Mr. Spark. Poker. Do you know the game? A very interesting game, this poker. It does have advantages over chess. Love to teach it to you. You're listening to the House of Cards. Hey, everybody. It's Ashley Adams. Welcome to House of Cards again. I'm here in the studio for the mailbag segment with my co-producer, Dave Weishattel. Handsome Dave Weishattel. Oh, thank you. Should so what do we have this good week? Good poker nickname, Handsome Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, right. Uh, and absolutely. I Why am I laughing? That's not funny. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's radio laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, it's about 5.05 here in New York City. <laughs> so what do we have, Dave? Uh, don't forget, anyone has a question for the mailbag, you can email us at info at houseofcardsradio.com. You can tweet at us at HOC Radio. Or leave a message or text on the House of Cards hotline, 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. Laugh now. What's that uh, number again, Dave? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that number uh, is. Hey, what's six, that number again? Uh, that's 609-474-4627. 4627. <laughs> okay, what do we got? Well, right now it's time to give out a... Uh, party poker or baseball hat and that goes to stan from florence new jersey he said i love your interview with bill zender about cheating in casinos have you ever seen people cheating at the casino or table you were sitting at i would not be sure what to look for is it even possible to know if people are cheating when you are playing online okay those are two different questions yeah, I totally... uh, let's answer the second question first there's no way for the player to know that his opponent is cheating there is a way to know if the operator, from, by the operator, if people are cheating. Uh, they can see collusion. They can see patterns mm -hmm. of play. There's no way for the player to know, absent a regulator doing an investigation, if the site itself is cheating. Okay. Now that the sites are regulated in New Jersey, in Nevada, in Delaware, the regulators can look at hand histories and the like, and we have people looking at the sites, so they're much more likely to be honest than they were before. And I think they were almost entirely honest with the few exceptions that mm -hmm. we did learn about. Maybe there was some cheating. I've seen people mark cards, but I've only seen the marks that are created from people turning up the corner. Yeah, I've seen I, people bending cards. Which yeah. I never connected yeah. to them doing it deliberately to mark the card for future yeah. use because they're more likely to have that card taken out of play and a new deck brought in. I've suspected colluding, and I've left a game once, an Omaha 8 game, when I suspected colluding, but I couldn't prove it, and I couldn't be sure, and so I had really no recourse. But I've never So you just get up? You won't tell the dealer? Or no, I just, I just leave. Oh. I mean, that's what I do. And it's rarely happened. You see it more in home games where I've seen some very crude attempts. A friend of mine, actually, while he was shuffling, uh, was clearly looking at the cards <laughs> when he was shuffling, thinking no one would notice. And I said to him, I said, hey, I'm not going to use his name on the air. I said, hey, you know, people might think you're looking at the cards when you shuffle them that way. And I've never seen him do anything like that since. Uh, but you're more likely to be cheated in a home game than you are in a casino where there's a house dealer who's paid not to cheat. But in a home game, a self-dealt game, players sometimes think, and you can, there are all sorts of little tricky things you can do, by the way, to cheat in a home game. Uh, I'm writing an article for a guy I'll be interviewing. You should be. I mean, I this will, is, that's a really great article. I will do a few yeah. articles about the cheating that goes on in home games. Primarily, it's in collecting the discards, in collusion, and then in 
peeking at the cards to be dealt. There are very subtle ways of looking at the cards that are going to come off the deck. Mm -hmm. While other people are betting, you can sneak a peek at the top card that's coming off the deck, and there are things like that. What do you do at home games? You see that going on. Do you? I mean, presumably they're friends of yours, and you don't want to accuse someone of doing something like well, that, I, but what, what do you do? Just I mean, what I did. Yeah. I, I said to the guy privately, privately I said, okay. you know, I didn't accuse him of cheating. I just said that what he was doing could be thought to be cheating and that he should be more careful in how he shuffles the cards. The other things you can do is just make sure to cut and watch the dealer when the dealer's dealing and just make sure he's not peeking at the top card, which if you know what to look for, it's obvious. Mm -hmm. But if you spot it, I don't know, you're in a tough spot. Yeah. Um, I've never spotted somebody doing the peeking that I'm describing. I just know that it could be done. Also, arranging the cards when you're shuffling initially to get the card on the top of the deck that you want. That's an easy shuffle uh, technique to get bottom cards to be top cards. Well, that'll do it for us today. Okay. No more, no more discussion no, of no, cheating. No okay. more discussion. Of, no, I'm, I'm taking notes right now. All so right. I'll have to, to uh, write an article about it and let you know, and you can put it up on the site. But that's it. Listeners, uh, come back in a week. And until then, be lucky and have a good day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.